Hello and welcome to No Wrestling. We are your hosts, Mark Sebesta, and we always is Richie. Hi, how's everyone doing? How are you, Mark? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, man. How about yourself, my boy? You good? Yeah, good, mate. All good. All yeah. good. All good. And yeah, man, why are you all good, my man? Well, so I'm what all happened good. tonight? Well, I'm all good because uh, I got in the car Friday night. I thought, you know what? I'm going to drive to East London. There's a Revolution Pro Wrestling show on called Summer Sister, and I've just come back from it and thoroughly enjoyed myself. I did as well. Oh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it too. Good. Yeah, it was a great time. We had, you know, it was fun as well. I mean, you said you wanted to meet a load of wrestlers and stuff for it and stuff, and who did you get to meet today? Oh, man. Well, I, I, I set a task. I was like, right, I'm going to try and get photos of as many guys that I really want to knock up the old. Uh, photo booth with and uh, let's have a look so Will Ospreay one Shibata uh, Sanada two Shibata three David Starr four uh, been a sit yeah was it yeah yeah but four big bloody names to see in one night but you know yeah definitely man have you got to also get the hold and touch the IWGP championship I have I have junior it's not the junior variety, not the headweight, the junior one. I'll it's tell you still what, pretty fucking cool though. If the junior ones are heavy, I feel bad for a car that has lugged that massive uh, heavyweight one about. Yeah. That was heavy. You know, that's the weight. Honestly, it would say about 8 kilos. Really? 8 kilos, easy. Yeah, Jeez. 8 kilos. And the, world t- and the heavyweight one looks probably about twice as big, so that's probably about 10, maybe 12, 14 kilos. It would surprise me, yeah. If, yeah. If it was easily about. Yeah, 10, 11 kilo. Easy. Easy. Yeah, I'll say that. But yeah, no, it was lovely to hold it. Will Ospreay put it over my shoulder. Bloody hell, this is... Uh, the last time I spoke to Will Ospreay, he said to me, Open your mouth, I've got a drink for you. At his party, do you remember we went yeah. to the uh, after party once? And uh, Will Ospreay, do you know what? When I spoke to him, he's one pro wrestler I've never been nervous around. Because I just know he's such a normal lad from Essex. Yeah. And when I bumped, well, like when I queued up to be in today, he was like, "Can I have a photo?" And he was like, "Yeah, man, ten quid." I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Gave him ten quid, and uh, I said, "So how's the uh, move going then?" As if I was just talking to him like a mate, and he was like, "Yeah, a bit of a jump." He said, "I said, what's the hardest thing?" He went, "He said trying to learn Japanese." He said, "I good English <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I remember his interview of Eddie Christian he would say the same thing as like fuck I can't even say or speak adequate English and I'm having to learn, learn Japanese exactly but um, no I said congratulations on the um, G1 and you know all that stuff and yeah like yeah he was great Nada doesn't speak great English but I'll just say congratulations Best one, this one I met David Starr. Yeah. And uh so, yeah, nice to meet you. And I actually paid up a professional photograph taken. And um and I said, Jamal, congratulations on the thing and he went, Oh what? I was like, the, the, the and he went the, the and I went, Yeah, the the the, the PW insider thing. He went, Oh yeah, great. Yeah, and we both just laughed, like it was uh, brilliant. Yeah. He's such a normal guy. I oh, hear he's so awful. I love David Starr. Yeah. I would happily buy anything from him in 
stuff as well. Like he'd read up a t-shirt, which was really cool. Mate, I swear to God, you and David Starr are like buds. I wish I asked him what his favourite song was. You know me, where I'm like, can, can I get me give it up? I was just chatting to him. I wish I asked him what his favourite song was. But, but then because of the massive queue, I don't want to feel like I've taken up all of his time. He obviously, obviously it also had to take pictures well with people, so it's kind of one of those hard things, isn't it? Like, yeah. where it's not more quiet, you can feel it more time when it's quite busy. You don't want to feel like you're wasting other people's time. Yeah, and yeah, but David Starr though, he, he's never like you're right. Yeah, photo, cheers, thanks, bye. Like, yeah, he isn't. He's never like that. He's always like, how are you? Thanks for coming. Like, yeah, and I said some good luck and stuff, and you know, everything. He's like, like, cheers, mate, and stuff. And yeah, I got another one his shirt. So, what well, one did you get? The independent one. That's kind of like the more clingy one. I think it's kind of like the one that you go out um, like weightlifting and training in and stuff. Oh, like, like a sport jacket. Yeah, like a yeah, it's like a um, like a like a Nike dry fit jacket. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the people that were there were really like big. Even though in the meeting group you could have met people like Okada, Tanahashi, and things. I think the people who were just selling their merch in general were still quite. Obviously, we were spreading the ad later on. El Faz, El Fantasmo, Ishi was there as well. Who didn't wrestle, which is quite cool to have Ishi there though. Like yeah. he's wrestling tomorrow though uh, for the Neverweight Championship, so it's kind of like, well, you know. I don't know what it is with Ishii, like, I love him in the ring, and like, yeah, the great G1, especially against um, Jeff Cobbs. Like, their match is one of the best matches of the whole G1, in my opinion. But, um, whenever he's at like, the uh, indie shows, at, like Rev Pro and stuff, he never seems that busy on the merch table. He doesn't, does he? No, not at all. He's always just kind of just standing there looking meek. Like, you just think, bloody hell, like, in Japan, you're so well respected, and then over here, it's a bit like, I don't know, I, I don't understand. Well, it's also one of those things that when you when you go to someone like that, like, I wanted to meet David Starr, I didn't, I didn't want to meet anyone else, I was happy I got to meet David Starr, like, yeah, yeah. I'm happy he got to meet, my, even though it might be, it might be my last time to see him in a Rev Pro setting, but it's still freaking cool to meet David Starr again because he's such a cool guy and such an awesome guy who I will happily wear. I actually wear his match quite often. I've had a lot of compliments on my um, Glad-inspired David Mo- uh, Star Monica shirt. Yeah? Yeah. And you got compliments on your star, uh, shirt tonight? I did. You know you know who David Starr reminded me of, actually, with his new look with the moustache and the hair? Freddie Mercury, <laughs> can you see it? Yeah, I know you just said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See that. Yeah, no, I can see that. But, um, yeah, like, I set off tonight and I was like, I want to get a photo with Osprey, being his potential last match I see him in, and definitely his last Red Pro match. He might be wrestling. Is he wrestling tomorrow? Yeah, he is. He's wrestling the tag team match for the, I think, the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles, which he could potentially win. Yeah, because um, he's obviously residing in Japan now. So I wanted to get a picture of Osprey with Osprey, and then I wanted to get a picture with David Starr because I haven't got one of them yet until today. But then Tanada turned up as a secret attraction, and I was like, you know, like he has such a good G1, and I've always liked Tanada. I prefer him as a singles guy, and he actually wrestled Evil and lost to him in the G1. But um, yeah. I'll pay 30 or quid just for a photo, a professional photo with Sonata, but, you know, you you got to kind of think to yourself, well, when are you going to see these guys again? Because you're probably not. 
you know, I've done those guys probably won't see them again. Like, uh, if someone like an Okada, you'll very rarely ever get to see them in the UK that much. No, I mean, we've lucky enough to see them twice. One at a New Japan show, this is like a very pro show, and we saw him, like, it was more, whenever you're at an event at the York Court, it always feels quite personal. Yeah, it does, yeah. It's a family kind of feeling there, you know, there's like a... And the crowd as well, like, the crowd is... One of the things I love about tonight's show that someone starts to chant and everyone else starts to chant as well. It's it's very easy to start chants. Why you if you go to like a big WWE event or something and someone's chanting, it dies really quickly. We have a Red Pro show. Yeah. It spreads around and everyone's chanting for like you know, I was trying for David Starr and stuff, like I was also hearing some of the chants well was some there was one chant one from the mention in particular that I was like fucking hell so glad I'll, 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 I'm here because the atmosphere was fucking electric yeah it was it was yeah. I, I, I actually had physical goosebumps I was actually like this is fucking awesome yeah. because of yeah I mean and they, they and the guys oh, didn't even say anything they let the band like chant for good 10 minutes would you say they're chanting um, for in the, when the four of them were in the ring oh what G.I.D. and was it yeah or, yeah, yeah yeah well yeah G.I.D. was a surprise again tonight the firing squad and flipping out the roof literally come off yeah it literally come off and I mean Tamatonga he actually like videoed it I've yeah got, he did I've got to check that out on um, well that'd be on Instagram or something yeah. it'll be on Instagram or Twitter it'll definitely be on something but yeah the fact the crowd was so ruckus and so loud and so passionate it was like and it wouldn't even stop just carried on doing it it was fucking insanely good and the guys just let them do it but taking a step backwards before yeah. that the Aussie Open versus um, uh, Josh and oh, Shah yeah like to me that match felt so oh, man like the, the ending felt absolutely botched yeah it did yeah the referee it felt like they should have um kicked out of that where the referee kind of felt like he did it I know a referee of probably you know they're going to count it like a shoot or whatever yeah. I don't know if it's a work or not but it was the way that the match ended and Ozzy Osman Ozzy Osman Ozzy Open looked at the ref and like we just won and he's like you've won he's like we've won yay and, yeah and that was like and I'll tell you what Shah to get the microphone and quickly turn it into some kind of shoot angle and say uh this company is trying to get other tag titles off us, off us since the day we won it. Me and Josh deserve better than this, this, that, and the other. That was either very quick thinking of Shah, or yeah. it was meant to end like that and keep Josh and Shah looking strong. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I think a bit of fifty-fifty. So, so what do you reckon? Botch ending and just. I, I reckon it was botch ending and it made it shoot so it seemed like it wasn't so botched yeah. or maybe it was the way they wanted to end it I don't know I that's, think that's the thing about wrestling wrestling is so you don't, yeah, you actually don't know what happens in, in backstage and stuff so well, I love it so much I mean what do you think about the, um, the fact that we had Kevin Kelly uh, obviously we didn't hear the commentary but having Kevin Kelly there to do the commentary of Andy Boyce was freaking awesome that well. was pretty cool and he actually opened the show and yeah um, at the top of the ramp and gave it the old, you know, we're doing this for, you know, the summer season the night before the 
royal quest and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what? I wish I was going tomorrow night as well. I do as well, just to say, yeah, I do. Just to say, I went to Red Pro and Royal Quest. Like, Royal Quest is going to be massive. I mean, it's what, 10,000 people? Yeah. I mean, that's a proper arena show. Um, which will be good, but I don't think it'll have the same kind of intimate atmosphere as what a Red Pro show has. No, I don't think so, not at all. But, I mean, we went to see one with four, five, four or 5,000 people. And that one didn't have as much intimacy as the York Hall shows did. Well, we ended up leaving our seats and seeing up in the bar. Yeah, we did. The top. Yeah. Um, I must admit, though, we always say it, but I think next time we go to a Red Pro show, we should definitely put the feature seats at the top looking down on the ring. Yeah. Rather than sitting on the ground floor looking straight and up a bit. Yep, next time they come on sale for, I believe, it must be their Global Wars show, I'll um, buy bouncy seats. Yeah. I mean, the coolest thing as well about the show is the fact that they had, before it, the, like, the contract signing, and you got to have the both the wrestlers coming out as well, the president being there as well. That was pretty cool too, wasn't it? Any money that gets shown tomorrow night before the match in the hype video. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon that will. Yeah, it was nice to see that. It, it made the whole thing feel, having the president of New Japan there, it just made everything feel more authentic. like it meant something. Yeah. Because like, this show could have very easily been a throwaway show because it's tomorrow night. And they pulled all the stops out with surprise appearances, loads of meet and greet, G.O.D., Okada, Tanahashi, Suzuki Goon, like, Rick Osprey. Do you know what I mean? They really didn't have to, really, they didn't have to try tonight. Tonight would have been like, oh, it's a set out, we just, uh, we got tomorrow night. But Red yeah. Pro still hold their own. They're like, no, we're still giving the fans what they deserve. Oh, definitely. And I cannot ever, ever, ever fault a Red Pro show. And now, of all the new Japan shows I've ever been to, including Uprising 17 with the Bullet Club, this topped it. I honestly could say this was better than the Bullet Club night. It just felt so important. Yeah. And I think as well, and I never felt like about this one, that every single match, the crowd made it better and bigger. Yeah. Like, the crowd, I, I felt, for me, like, some York Hall shows I've been to, the crowd have been a bit dead for some matches, but this show, every match, the crowd were into every match. Every like, match meant I, something, yeah. Yeah, I don't, remember, I don't remember the crowd being silent for much of the matches at all. No, even the um, the Young Lions first. Uh, who did you have in the first match? Are you uh, Curtis Chapman and two other people? I can't remember their names on the yeah, top of my head. Yeah, that was like the pre-show, and then you had the um, signing of the contract, ready for the press conference, ready for tomorrow's match. Yeah. Um, at, or or today, as it's just gone midnight. Yeah. Um, and you also had as well. Um, and then you had the actual main show which you had the two young lions for um, Rev Pro which is basically their version of the young lions which is quite which is actually quite interesting yeah it wasn't a bad match actually we've seen one of the guys before Gabriel uh, uh, Kid. Gabriel Kid. yeah yeah he, he's actually quite good he reminds me of a you know uh, a less of a high flyer version of Alvin Tasmo to look at him build yeah but, um his match quality is pretty good. Every time I've seen him, I've liked him. Um, 
but also it's one of those matches that you, you don't expect like oh my god this big because it's one of those things where it's these guys learning on you know so you don't expect them to be as good as let's say for example the tag team match that we saw tonight yeah or, you know but the thing is it's like when you look at the ringside crew and I was saying to you and I I've done a bit of a sit down at IPW and Danny Dugan's there for Run TNT that guy is a brilliant worker and I can't understand why he's always on the side of the ring you know he's like I would have thought he would have um, been involved so yeah. the young lions from the Red Pros these guys must have a big name in some really small developmental company to be in the ring because that Danny Dugan guy can go I've seen him wrestle at IPW I mean, he wrestled the match against um, the Essex Swords, which was uh, obviously Will Ospreay and Paul Robinson. Paul Robinson. Yeah. And it was a fantastic match. So the guy can definitely wrestle, and he's not yet on the Red Pro show, so it shows the standard you've got to be to be even considered to be in a Young Lions match. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was all right match. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it did what it set out to do. Showed you guys, showed you the future of Red Pro. Yeah. Yeah, and it gives the guys a bit of time to, you know, when you when you if you're a professional wrestler, you, you can say you've been on the same card as Okada and everyone like that that we saw tonight. That's pretty big. Oh yeah, massively you know, big. Huge. I used to wrestle, did you? Yeah, I wrestled once on the same show as Okada with Osprey, Phantasmo. You know, like David Starr. You think. Suzuki, Suzuki, um, Tanahashi, the Virginia, yeah, and you'd be like, fuck, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, of course, mate. Yeah, exactly. And if you're trying to make it as a pro wrestler, it's not a bad thing to put on your CV, really, is no, it? No, it's not. It's not from a man, it's like this. So, yeah, so... So, I enjoyed the show. It was good. Yeah, very good show, yeah. I thought the, uh, there were some great matches. The I love the six-man um, got, like, scramble gauntlet kind of not gauntlet but you know yeah like six, six man. way yeah like, six way match was really good six way first ball to the finish match was really good yeah uh, we saw the return of speedball yeah that was cool too. I yeah. think speedball's great I love speedball um, awesome. it was great to see him back so I've seen him for a little while a couple of the red pros we've been to he hasn't been there um, he might have been busy doing another show or whatever yeah. but yeah, Speedball. You had two guys from Bullet Club. You had the guy from New Zealand. Uh, what was his name? Was a really tall guy. Nah, the other guy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, what was his name? I can't remember his name, but he's now part of Chaos. Uh, Ridgeway? No, not Ridgeway. People at home are going to be screaming now, saying, "It's so and so." Yeah, I can't remember. I really little can't guy. remember his name. He left Bullet Club. Um, yeah, but he was very good. Though I liked him. I liked him a lot. He was good in the match. The guy from Bullet Club, I've no idea who that was. Um, I've not seen him. He must be a new Japan talent. So I must have yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him either. That's the thing. The music hit, and everyone's like, "Shit, who's this?" He came out. Everyone went, "Who the? Who is this?" Like, yeah, he didn't get a massive pop at all. And that, um, you had some French Rey Mysterio go watch coming for his name, which is quite good. He was okay. Yeah, he was good. Uh, oh, it's it's the thing about bro, you, they do get amazing talents here. Sometimes you, you just can't remember who it was, or yeah, because there's so many other great matches that you watch as well, which is far like yeah, 
Yeah. Match day, obviously, Sonata made a surprise entrance. One thing, which is, for me, a bit of a fanboy moment. Yeah. I went mental when he came out. Love Sonata. Uh, everyone did, everyone did, didn't they? Everyone went fucking crazy when they saw him. Yeah. And they saw his name and stuff, so yeah, it was really cool. Doing this music here, I went, that's Sonata. Oh, we saw Graham Rob Lyas wrestle tonight. Yeah, we did, we did, didn't we? Yeah, he was, oh yeah, he was, he was pretty good. I've always done Rob Lyas. Um, I just think the last match he might have, I might have seen him in against Josh Bowden. Um, just oh, no, it was that four-way, wasn't it? Do you remember? Oh, gotcha, yeah. And it had, um, obviously, had Michael Aku in it, and... Curtis Chapman, wasn't it? Curtis Chapman, yeah, and uh, the guy he wrestled tonight. Oh, God. Which one? The one um one that Rob Lyers wrestled. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. Red and Black Shorts. Um, I know him, I can't remember his name. O-Cake. O-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-
you'd never see, it's like the NWO, you'd never see a Bullet Club guy come to the ring alone. You'd always have some kind of backup. Like, but nowadays with Bullet Club, it's just kind of like, oh, you buy a Bullet Club, brilliant. Right, yeah. so you've got no, you know, Bullet Club used to be, I mean, like, when the young bucks used to talk about when they were the Bullet Club, they, in, like, New Japan had to open that a separate telephone line for complaints just because Bullet Club members were always jumping in matches. Because in Japan, obviously, people know it's a word, but they take it more as a sport and they take it more yeah, seriously. Yeah, they do completely in and Japan. People was ringing up saying, I hate Bullet Club, why are you letting them do this? And it was like, that's cool, it's heat. Yeah, oh yeah, completely battered heat. But now you don't get right. no interference. You had more interference than the CKK match. CKK yeah. match. Yeah, that was, uh, that was quite a horrible way as well, the CCK, the CCK match. Yeah, the uh, short guy. Um, um, the black and then so, for a weird coast coast move, wasn't it? And then they yeah, yeah, I think it was kind of like trying to set up like a poetry, not poetry emotion, but um, <laughs> the hardest used to call it. Yeah, that's what I meant, poetry emotion or coast to coast, yeah, coast poetry emotion, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, you look like you slipped. Yeah, he slipped the first time, so he really tried doing it, and everyone laughed, and went, oh, you messed that up. He'd done it the second time, messed up even worse, and fell the guy's feet, and I think he blew his knee out. Yeah, he did, yeah. It was absolutely awful to see. You never wish that on a pro wrestling like any. You don't wish no, on anyone, all. but which it was surprising. I never thought we'd ever see them doing an X in real life. Actually, I just thought, yeah, that, that was crazy. You had the paramedic, and then you had him taken away. But you could definitely tell that. I think his name was Chris Red. Which Ray was it? No, he did it. Which way? Yeah, the one who did the injury. I can't remember his name. He looked absolutely sick when he done that. Yeah, he did. He was like, fucking hell! I'll probably ruin his life. He could have. The other guy's career might be over. You know, if it's a really bad tear, that could put him on the shelf for a year. Yeah. Look at Seth Rollins. When he buckled his knee on the sunset flip into a powerbomb, and he was out of wrestling for God knows how long. Like, this is the same kind of thing. Yeah, no, you know, yeah. Same kind of start. Not, not the way it happened, but where the injury was. It looked like it was someone to tell us. So, yeah. yeah, not very nice to see. And, all, um, man. you know, this is pro wrestling. It, it does happen. Just uh, when it's actually live and you see it happen in front of you, you do think to yourself, Jesus, it brings back to reality that we're all there to have fun. You don't want to injure anyone. And obviously, the Chris Ridgeway, you know, thank Chris Ridgeway. Yeah, he didn't want to injure him. No, he, he didn't. You, you can tell it was an accident completely. Yeah. You can tell by his face he wanted to say, I'm really sorry, but obviously, he couldn't because. Your case, okay, babe, it would be really weird if you said to them I'm really sorry and stuff, even though they were wrestling each other for like a good 15 odd minutes. Mate, I bet he got some heat in the back of that. He probably did, but I'm sure he would have, I'm sure they would have been, they would have like sorted it out and it stuff, and you know. Yeah, you say that, but these people uh, have to work with each other quite often and stuff, and I'm sure that he would. Sure, especially if he had said he did something like that, he would apologise. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there was no real bad blood, but they're gonna go, I think, backstage. It was like, you botched it first time. You should've, you should've just like, shrugged it off and moved on with the match, not repeat the spots. One, that was terrible. And two, you should've definitely hit it on the second go. But you didn't, and you injured the guy. Yeah, what have you done? Like, come on, man. Like, you know, this is big leagues now. Yeah, this is the big leagues. Sorry, Rev Pro, to me, is the gateway to New Japan. It's the big leagues. You know, you can't be doing... A botch is a botch. It's like life. Mistakes happen, but you don't repeat that mistake. You try no. to. But to go to do the same spot and then mess it up on the first go, to injure someone doing it on the repeat of the spot, when the crowd have already laughed because you've messed the first one up and then repeated it, it just don't look right. You just don't, you know. But we just hope the guy gets better soon. And yeah, I, I do as well. I hope it's not the NBC of both guys. You know, I don't want to see Chris Ridgeway hang his boots up and say, I've injured the guy badly now. Yeah. I, I can't do it no more. Not and I'm not yeah, I'm hoping it's not also as well because obviously we would be quite bad for Chris Brooks because there'll be two of his partners a bit out injured. Yeah. Could lie cost and the guy who partner as well, but I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Do you look at Chris Brooks and sort of think you're, he's a bit like the equivalent of uh, that football who's really tall? Bale. Not Bale. Bloody Crouch? Yeah. He's like, uh, sometimes, yeah. He looks like he shouldn't be a professional wrestler because of his body, but when he gets going, you forget. Yeah. He's someone else who I think will be become a lot bigger for us and stuff. I can imagine him in AEW because he does remind me of um, Chris Evans' tag team partner. He always has done. Um, Chris Evans' tag team partner, I can never. Uh, Angelico. He reminds me of Angelico a lot. Um, and I saw Chris Evans and Angelico wrestle at IPW. I've got a picture of him at home actually. Oh, wicked man. Oh, yeah, I remember Angelico. Yeah. I've seen him a few times at Rev Pro as well. Yeah, he's got like, the long, like, he has his hair long and he has it swooped over his face. Yeah. And Chris Evans is the short guy who does like a bit of a break dancey kind of thing. They're, they're, they wrestled at AEW um, they wrestled um, Super Smash Bros in the tag match at the last pay per view. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, he kind of reminds me of Angelico, you know, to look at. Yeah, they mean, yeah. Even his style. Oh, I'll have to send you the picture of me and uh, Angelico. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Oh, I'd see it. Well, I've got a picture at home. Me, Matt Riddle, and Cody Rhodes in one photo. That's so cool. How rare is that? That's really rare, man. Especially with both of them together. Cody Rhodes and Matt Riddle. I'm like, was Cody Rhodes known as Cody Rhodes, or was he known as Cody? He was known as Cody Rhodes, and it was I saw Cody Rhodes first time live. Um two weeks after he joined the Bullet Club. Ah, so cool, man. Because when we was all queuing up, I was talking in the line to some guys behind me, and I said, do you reckon he's going to come out to Bullet Club theme music? And they went, no. He said, no, he's not joined them. He's not going to come out to that. And then his music hit. But before it, you had that Bullet Club, what, 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 like, and they went into the Down Straight song. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell. And he came out, and he had like, um, a generic normal um, bullet club t-shirt right around his waist you know like he always does yep um, he does it now because it's like American Nightmare thing but um, 
yeah, it was the same night I saw Matt Riddle. And uh, I've got a photo of both of them. So when the when the Wednesday night wars start, I'm going to tweet it out there and say that <laughs> I'm undivided. I'm between both yeah. teams. <laughs> I'm, I'm undivided. I'm between both teams. Yeah, yeah. And then we also saw as well, basically this review's a bit out of order because we can't remember some of the matches because we watched so much. It was great stuff. Uh, was the tag team match with um, Okada and Tanahashi versus Suzuki and Zachary Jr. and Suzuki gun. Yeah, man, that was a good match. And do you know what? I was watching that and it felt like the main event. I forgot about the David Starr and Osprey match. Yeah, right it here. did, didn't it, man? I was quite surprised at how much they were um, basically had a full advantage on the faces, though. I, was, I, I thought it would be a lot more 50 50. Yeah. Especially with like, it being the world champion, you, you know. It was crazy just how much of an advantage and how, like, great, you know, selling and, like, Tanahashi took so much punishment in that match, like... He did, yeah. That, he man, was... that man could sell for days and still be fucking amazing and selling. Tanahashi, he, yeah, he took a lot of... The, uh, and actually, what, when you were talking, I was thinking in my head about what I was going to say off the back of it. And you've just proven that point even better there because Tanahashi took a lot of the heat in that match, a lot of the bumps, like fed a lot of the match. Yes, he did. Okada didn't really get involved much, right? Obviously, no. they want to keep him fit and strong for tomorrow. Not to look strong, just to keep him physically. They don't want him to get injured tonight. But don't you think Suzuki Goon, Suzuki, was in the ring a lot more than Faber Jr.? Yeah, oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, loads. When you look back at it, he was working a shit ton tonight. He's got to do it all against Americans, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, I know, man. It's going to be mad, isn't it? Like, how much they're going to... Have. That, 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 that should be a good match tomorrow, though, too. Oh. Like, if, if, it, if it's going to be anything like their match in the rain, that is going to be a good match. People watching it tomorrow are going to be fucking... And yeah. also, as well, like, the fact that all four wrestlers were over as well. Like, yeah. Suzuki, obviously, having his thing. Zach Virginia being over. The other two being over. It's... That's, that's the reason why I was quiet because I wasn't sure who to who to cheer for. No, because I like I like all four wrestlers. Yeah, but, it's a, you know, it was an absolute showcase. But Zack Sabre Jr. is so over in Rev Pro, it's unbelievable. Oh, he is, man. Completely, he's massively over, and he's our champion. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you know, he is our Rev Pro champion. And people kind of like can't forget it, but you know, you you had the. New Japan champion and the British Rev Pro champion in the same sharing the same ring tonight. Yeah, that's yeah. Big time. That's, that's, that's huge. That is, especially as well though, having their big the um, Rev Pro championship being wrestled tomorrow as well for it, like between Tanahashi um, and Zack Sabre Jr. The fact that that and then also you have that Sabre Jr. taunting Tanahashi as well with the title, but like, you're never, never going to win this for me. Never going to win this. Shows yeah. how important title is that Tanahashi who's been known for being the highest um, reigning ever champion of IWGP the amount of reigns he's had and it's crazy to see him wrestling for the Red Pro Championship again yeah and he's so well respected yeah he's um, massively well respected if you ask any wrestling fan any real wrestling fan say Tanahashi they go ah oh, yeah. do you know what I mean like he's that guy that calibre yeah for sure but when you kind of step back and think, will Tanahashi take the belt off Zach? Potentially, you could. Yeah, I think you might do, actually. Because there's such a strong working relationship between New Japan and Red Pro. 
Um, it depends if Tana Hashi wants to keep coming over here to work. But then Zack Sabre Jr. is so over over it, will he yeah. keep the strap? But also as well as one of the situations that he could always he could also lose in Japan. I mean, look what happened to Ishii. He lost there at Wrestle Kingdom. So he lost there at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's, I don't know what. I, tomorrow I've got the Fabrician Park Festival, so I can't really keep on top of what's happening at the Copper, Copper Box. Well, obviously, whatever they call it. But yeah. there must be a way to view it. I'm guessing it'll probably be on that like, pay-per-view or something, won't it? I guess. I'm hoping it'll be on pay-per-view. Red Pro have got a demand thing, but it's not a Red Pro show. It's a New Japan. It's probably on New Japan World, isn't it? Yeah, apparently it won't be on New Japan World until at least September, I don't think. That's what I heard. won't be on there until at least September time. Well, if it's live-streamed on the Fight Network, we'll be able to... Uh... Oh, that's the thing, though, is it? When I went on the Fine Network, the only thing advertised for this um, weekend is obviously All Out. Okay. Um, so that was going to be on then. It'll probably be on something, I'm sure. This is such a big weekend for professional wrestling, though. Well, it is, man, especially in the UK. The UK scene is so hot. I mean, we've got, we have tonight for the Summer City, you've got tomorrow for the, uh, the Royal Quest, Royal Quest, and you've also got tomorrow for Takeover, so. Yeah. And all that, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a huge week. I mean, I know the wrestle talk guys. They were saying they're going to the Royal Quest, and they're going straight from Royal Quest back to one of their houses, staying up for all out, and then doing a live podcast stream on it. That'd be awesome, man. Oh God, they're going to be so exhausted. Oh, they are, man. But not a bad lifestyle if you're able to do what we're doing now full time. Yeah, definitely, man. Power to it. Yeah, definitely, man. I know what you mean. Like, massive power to like, yeah. yeah, great stuff. And then the main event, mate. The main event was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see how some people were moaning about it though, because I thought it was a really good main event. Yeah, I was. I think people were just uh, wrestling fans can be the world guys said to me they moan about anything they can. You know what um, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we got back in the car and Mark went on Twitter just to see what the feeds were coming in for the summer system. And, um, yeah, some people were saying the David Starr match and Will Ospreay match was um, very mediocre. They were saying, you know, didn't they say something about David Starr's just giving Will Ospreay's worst match since the G1s or something? Uh, the worst match of this year, apparently. Yeah, was, was, oh. yeah which I completely disagree with. That match was fucking awesome. It was fantastic. Um, no, it's brilliant, brilliant match. Storytelling was great. I don't think the whole let's put David Starr as a heel really worked. He's too over. I oh, yeah, way too over, way completely too over, man. Yeah, the match as well, like, after the result of the match, all the fans are cheering for him and chanting for him and stuff. It just shows how popular the guy is. It does. And the thing is, with like David Starr, like before you meet him, before he wrestles, and you're meeting him and doing the old oh, kind of photo, photo art signatures and stuff, he's the world's nicest guy. Oh yeah, massively, man. He was such a nice guy. And then he comes out and he's a heel, and you're like, oh yeah, you're meant to be a bad guy. 
And you can't take him as a bad guy because he's so good to the fans. Oh, he is, isn't he? Massively good to the fans. I still say you two are friends outside of friends, I swear to God. I hope so, yeah, for sure, man. I think he knows you because every time he sees you, he's like, hey! Hey guys, it's just me, Mark from A Wrestling here. Sorry about the weird abrupt ending to the podcast. Uh, literally, I felt really, really ill last night. I think I ate something that was quite off and wasn't very good. So I thought I'd do just an ending here and like a little goodbye to you guys as well. So yeah, so overall, the po- uh, the pay-per-view of Summer Sizzler Rev Pro show was really, really good. The final match, as we said in the uh, in the show, was great. Sad to see that David Starr lost. The fact that David Starr got such a standing ovation is really cool and hopefully he'll be back in Rev Pro because obviously he's one of their biggest stars. And also as well, I know people were moaning on Twitter and stuff about it being overbooked and stuff, but it was kind of to be expected considering it's a thing where it's like a career on the line or someone's company's on the line. Of course, there's going to be some shenanigans. There's always is some shenanigans in those kind of matches. But it's one of those shows that was fantastic. The 10-minute dueling chance um, after the um, Royal Quest tournament happened and you had G.O.D., Grizz of Destiny and... Aussie Open both in a ring together and you had the fans chanting for 10 minutes for G.O.D. as well as uh, Grid of Destiny was really cool. Just having Okada and Tanahashi tag together against um, Zack Sabre Jr. and um, Suzuki was really, really cool. And yeah, just uh, overall a great show. And that was No Wrestling, guys. This has been your host, Mark Svesta. Along with me always is Richie. And yeah, guys, bye. Call me. When I'm
scream in your coffin Thank you.